Welcome to the Pre-Post Film Review. I'm John Asquith. And I'm Matt Stevenson. So, for those that are new to the podcast, um, basically the way it works is that when a new trailer is released, um, John and I will record our impressions and expectations and uh, kind of what we think the film's going to be like based solely on the trailer. Um, that's the first part of the podcast. That'll be completely spoiler-free, so you can listen to that before you see the film if you like. Uh, then, um, later on, once the film is actually released in cinemas, John and I will watch the film, come back, do a full review, um, and we'll kind of compare the film to what we expected it to be based on the trailer and do an extended longer review that will be chock full of spoilers. So make sure you don't listen to the second part, um, until you've seen the film. So, uh, here are our trailer thoughts for Terminator Genesis. John, you can do this. You just go and you don't look back. My whole life I prepared my son to lead humanity in the fight against the machines. On this night, we take back our world! But there was one thing I could never prepare him for. The machine tried to rig the game. Sent a Terminator back to the time before the war to kill my mother. I'll go back. Let me save her. Come with me if you want to live. All right. We have just watched the... Uh, I guess the full-length trailer for Terminator mm-hmm. Genisys. Genisys. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, I just want to – I'm just uh, sitting here wondering what you think of it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what to think of this, John. It looks fucking bananas. And yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think probably a bad thing, but it may be so nuts that it's just fun. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, yeah, it just, it looks crazy. I mean, it seems like they're almost retconning, rebooting the franchise in this weird Mm. way where they've reversed everything and everything's backwards. Like Sarah Connor has led the rebels and is sort of the Terminator character at the beginning because she delivers that line, like, come with me if you want to live when the Mm. Terminator rocks up back in the past or future or whenever it is. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I guess there could be some fun, like, time travel-y paradox things going Mm. on. I mean, Terminator films have always had that time travel paradox sort of built into them. So, Mm. it could have some fun with that. Um, But it also just looks kind of dumb. And, uh, I mean, we touched on this a little bit in our Jurassic World review, um, just the constant references to the original film could get Mm. quite numbing. I think it's, Mm. it's doing the whole wink, wink, like we all know that you've seen Mm. the first film. So Mm. it's not, it's almost like remaking scenes from the original films in the new films so that fans can recognize that they're being redone. Like there's literal shots from like, she shoots the, the T1000 kind liquid metal robot in the eye, like exactly how it happens in the second film. And he's yep. like head forms back together and he yeah. runs the runs with the blade arms. And like, mm. it's, mm. it's almost like a combining Terminator one and two together and then changing the roles of the characters. And then, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it is, it seems like. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't have particularly high hopes for it. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I guess my hope is that it could be so crazy it's fun. Mm. In a weird way. Yeah. If that makes sense. What, what do you think, John? Are you yeah. looking forward to this? Um, not really, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, the first two Terminator films are fantastic you know Mm. masterpieces in their own little ways um and you know the franchise has just gone down the shitter ever since so (laughs) 
I don't really. I, I would stick up for Salvation a little. I hated three. Really, Salvation. I liked better than three. I don't think it touches one and two, but I, I would yeah, put it a little bit I, up above. Three. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it was better than the third. Um, but anyway, yeah. My my point is that I don't. I don't, I don't care whether it's mm. whether they screw it up even more. You know, if it's good, that's great, and I'll be very happy to see another good Terminator film. Um, but uh, yeah, that my hopes aren't very high. The trailer just looks like a cl- kind of a clusterfuck of things going on, you know. Yeah. And it's just this sequel thing of t- trying to cram so much stuff in there, and you know, it has to be bigger and badder and yep. more more teeth, to, you know, to quote Jurassic World. Um, <laughs> and. I just don't know. I, I have a feeling, you know, it's just going to be like set piece after set piece of, you know, with little quiet scenes in in between that mm. explain like this convoluted time travel stuff. Mm. I think you're right that it could be so crazy and stupid that it's fun. Um, mm. That that's definitely possible. Uh, and it, I don't know. It, it's hard. To, the, the trailer plays it really straight, except for a couple of gags. But maybe yeah. the movie manages to keep that tone and actually play with it and. Mm. You know, th- there's always a chance that it will be legitimately enjoyable, um, but I just don't know. I, I, I think I, that's I don't know. the other thing, like referencing back to what I was saying before about the whole wink, wink, we know you've seen the original film, so we're going to remake mm. these scenes. Like that that works in the like Lord and Miller school of comedy filmmaking because yeah. there's like a sense of like jovial fun about it all and it's like everyone's yeah. laughing at it like they're, they're laughing at the fact that they're taking the piss but it, when you try and shoehorn that into like a serious action adventure film I think mm. that's kind of why I had a bit of an issue with it so much in like so much of it happening in Jurassic World mm. uh, if this film is playing it super serious and dark and sinister the whole time yet trying to mm. put all these like jokey references in um mm. it, it might not gel at all and yeah it could yeah. be pretty terrible yeah but yeah, i suppose like I you said if if it does play it for laughs i mean he, the trailer ends with the terminator like arnold schwarzenegger throwing himself out of a helicopter and like using himself as a missile mm. to take down mm. another helicopter yeah. like yeah maybe I it don't has like a sense that of humor of it's stupid yeah. right yeah, yeah. It, it that annoys me. It's just like because he never. I mean, they did the Terminators do crazy things in the movies, but they still need to sort of protect protect themselves. Like they're not invincible, mm. you know. And that I don't know. That's just a, a weird nerdy nitpick that annoys me. That this this movie just seems like it's going to be that you know too over the top, too ridiculous. Mm. Um, and I guess you know, yeah. The point we're trying to make is whether that's enjoyable or just annoying. I think, um, uh, you know, as you said, some of the retconny stuff could be fun just in a why the hell not sort of way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and their reasoning for having an, an aged, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger in there, it's kind of interesting because he got sent back and he's been there so long because his skin is like whatever. Off his- yeah, basically, like it does metal. age. Yeah. So the inside's the same, but, um, you know, and actually I think the, I know it's total fan service, but the, there looks like there's going to be a scene where he fights a younger version of himself. Yeah. Like the um, him from the first film. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the CG looks mm. like, it looks like him. I don't know how yeah. the hell they did that. Um, so that, that could be sort of fun as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, it does look like this trailer gives away an enormous plot spoiler. Oh, yeah, right that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. John Connor is, like, they've used a robot that, like, to look exactly like him to try and fool his mother, Sarah Connor. Yeah. Um, and that's that kind of t- presumably turns into, like, the big baddie of the film, mm. um, which I imagine would was meant to have been a big twist that happens kind of in the middle of the second act. <laughs> yeah, but, it seems like it. really yeah. seems like it. Because um, it, it builds up the T-1000 guy as the villain from the beginning. Yeah. And then he, he suddenly just disappears from the trailer and it's... 
It's uh, John. John Connor. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, which makes me worried about the movie because they don't have confidence, you know, in mm. the movie delivering and then good word of mouth and good reviews. They're like, we're just going to put all this shit in the trailer and hope mm. to get as many people as we can for those yeah. first that first yeah. weekend, you yeah. know. Um, I think you're probably yeah. right. So, you know, it's just like the Tomorrowland thing where um, – uh, this isn't a spoiler for anyone listening, but the George Clooney escape sequence uh, that's in the Tomorrowland trailer is probably the best scene in the movie, you know, mm. and um, they kind of showed most of that in the trailer. Yeah. Um, so it could be, yeah, it could be a similar thing. Yeah, I think you could be right. Um, I also think the effects in this look a bit shit. Um, yeah. They don't look it looks great. okay, but it looks a bit budget. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like... Um, the the young Arnie looks really good. Maybe that's yeah. where all the budget went. Yeah. But um, the Liquid Terminator doesn't look particularly. Doesn't look as good as great. the one in ninety two no. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you see some you know Terminator arms and that mm. kind of stuff, and it just looks very shiny and CG. Um, again, just no practical stuff. Yeah, I guess in a way it's kind of like liberating to not have any expectations do you know what i mean like we can yeah be that's true surprised by this yeah yeah definitely i did like the sort of 80s synth music that the trailer opens with i think it's mm. probably like the original score or something from the first mm. film mm. um but it does set the mood at the beginning before it gets too wacky yeah i guess um yeah we don't know what to expect probably not a great film but you know there's a chance it'll be entertaining in a knowing way or an unknowing way. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I am, you know, it's funny after just our conversation here, I am kind of more curious to see it now. Mm. Um, yeah. Just to see what the hell is going on. Yeah. I think and that's I, a good way of putting it. It's more curious than excited. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kyle Reese. You know who I am? We've been prepping for you to arrive for over a decade. We. The Terminator. It is nice to meet you. I've been trying to teach him to blend in. I know it needs work. John. Hi, Mom. How can you be here? What are you doing? John! What have they done to my son? Survival is what you taught me. Get out. Not machine. Not man. I'm more. I can't leave him. Whatever they did to John, we need a reversal. Everything's changed. We are humanity's last hope. Load up. I've been waiting for you. Get him off me! I'll be back. What? All right, so here we are, guys. We are ready to talk about Terminator Genesis. Genesis. Mm -hmm. Genesis. Um, We've seen the movie finally now, Matt. Yes, we have. (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, some might say. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, man. That's spoilers for your review. (laughs) Um, yeah, well, starting on that note, why don't you tell us what your uh, general thoughts are of this um, the fourth Terminator film? Fifth, isn't it? It's the fifth. Yeah, uh, right, John. Shit, you're right, the fifth. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Very unprofessional of me. Um, yes, so the fifth Terminator film. Um, I think neither of us went in with very high expectations for this. I think the best we hoped for was that it could be some kind of crazy fun. Like it could be so crazy. It's fun. Right. Is, uh, at least for me, that's, that's how I went into this film. I didn't expect it to be great. Um, at the beginning of this film, when I sat down Mm -hmm. and, and the credits started and it did the whole flash forward thing into the future. I, I was totally, not on board. <laughs> I didn't like 
most of that stuff. But then it did the flash back and it jumped back into the 80s. Um, mm. and, and there was a moment where I, I there was like a, a this beacon of hope where it wasn't amazing, but it was doing this weird kind of like rewriting the history of the Terminator franchise in this fun way. I thought the special effects were great. The young Arnie looked really great. Uh, and there was this cool moment where you're kind of reliving the original film, but in this, from a different perspective. Um, but yeah. I would, for me at least, that was the that was the high point of the film, and it was a steady decline from there. Um, and uh, I don't know, I I didn't. It was it was dumb and it was over the top and it was relentless in its action and none of those aspects were presented as in a good way. None of those were a positive. It just it got worse and worse for me and by the by the end of the film I was uh very disappointed and underwhelmed. And I did not have very high expectations. Um so yeah. I, I, I didn't hate it, but I I certainly didn't like this film. I it felt like a big waste of the Terminator name and just another like notch on the belt of the Terminator franchise that should never have been made. <laughs> they should have stopped way, way before this, and this doesn't do anything to kind of yeah. fix fix that. Um, what about you? Yeah. Did you did you yeah. think any more positive of this film? Did this did it work for you in any way, John? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Podcast over. Um, uh, yeah, I was really bored actually for most of the movie um <laughs> as you said we didn't have high, high expectations no. um and the i agree that the the opening well not the opening but that little segment where you first mm-hmm. go back to the 80s that was interesting mm-hmm. um and you know i've got to say the visual effects for the most part on the young arnie looked really good mm-hmm. um i don't know how they did that whether they took footage from the original movie and then kind of put it over a 3D model or whether that was a really good 3D model. I have no idea, but it was very impressive. His face in particular um, looks great. Um, And that was interesting. And then, you know, you have the switch around where the old old Arnie turns up and they fight. And um, there's even hints towards the start there of some interesting – Ah, uh, well, I don't know if it's interesting, but at least they were trying to have some <laughs> stuff about aging and getting old and, you know, becoming, what What does that mean, you know, and how useful are you? Um, I mean, that's a stretch. What, 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 there's but, this thing that they keep saying, right? What is it, like old but not obsolete or something? Is yeah, exactly. Old, yeah. yeah, old but not obsolete, which they could have made something really interesting there. Yeah. Um, but quickly do it devolves, I guess is the word, into... Um, just mindless, crappy action, you know, and yeah, and for as good as the effects are on that young Arnie at the start, the rest isn't particularly good. I mean, it's not terrible, yeah. but it's not. Some of it looks a bit dodgy. Um, it's like they spent all their budget on the young Arnie, and then were yeah, left to exactly. Like quickly do all the rest with the small amount of money they had. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. Yeah, so after that, it just becomes a, a big mess and such a, a uh, mashup of ideas from the previous movies repeated again, but slightly different. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like the rest of the movie at all. And as I said, I was bored and um, uh, kind of struggled to pay attention to it, to be honest, because um, yeah. it was just, it felt like uh, fan fiction. Or something, you know what I mean? Like it just felt like, and then this happens, and then wouldn't it be cool if this happens? And then, yeah. oh, you know, in Terminator Two, how the bad guy does this? Well, he does it again, except this time he has an- another thing that comes out his other- the other side of his arm, and it's just like <laughs> you just get sick of that kind of shit, you know? Um, so yeah, I was disappointed. I mean, I can't. I- I'm not like depressed or really down about it because our expectations were so low, but um, it's disappointing. And I was thinking. Um, when watching it, and they would never do this because the way Hollywood works, particularly with sequels, is that you need to one-up stuff and it needs to get bigger and have more shit in it. But I'd love it if they just 
almost made um, indie films the wrong word, but like a small film again, like the first one, where it's just, mm-hmm. you know, maybe have that idea of um, the old Arnie that's, I don't know, or the old Terminator, whether he's protecting or he's the bad guy, and just kind of re- remake the first movie, but in a modern setting and, you know, change a few of the relationship dynamics up. That would be amazing. But instead they have to have this big bombastic, you know, ridiculous, stupid um, mm-hmm. hologram Skynet <laughs> stuff that just, it doesn't work. Yeah. No, I think I think you're 100% right. And I think you made a really good point with the, uh, with the age uh, angle because... That's that's so true that they they have this richer vein there, and with Arnie mm. being this older, not even well, yeah, an older model and an older actor, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. there's there's like an angle there that you could go into this film and like a, a dig into that in an interesting way. I mean, it doesn't have to be some like philosophical fucking expose on aging. But it could, it, you know, you could tap into that sort of thematic stuff and yeah. make, you know, make the that the action a little bit more richer. But all it does in this film is just devolve into like that stupid repeated tagline of old but not obsolete. Like mm. it, it, it does nothing mm. more than that. Like that's that's all it comes down to. Yeah. And they've they've kind of like inverted the well, not even inverted, but I feel like they tr- they feel like they're trying to do something unique with the Terminator Sarah Connor relationship by making him like a father figure. But then yeah. uh, there's, there's actually nothing new about like and nothing new about that. To me, that came off. That was one of the, my least favorite things about this because it, it, it de de emphasized the intelligence of Sarah Connor in terms of her, like understanding mm. of the machines and how everything worked and her like cynicism of the previous films. And mm. it also, it just didn't understand the comedy of that and and the drama of that, which was so perfectly played in Terminator Two. Like that that relationship's already been done, but it was a father son relationship with yeah. John. Like that that is how you do that properly. Like Cameron recognized that and made it like a, a him a father figure for mm. for John mm. Connor. And then they're trying to redo it in this with Sarah Connor, and it, I don't know. It just felt so cloying, and she has this like. What's, she's got the, 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 like, pet name for Pops. him that he calls it, like, Pops yeah, or whatever. it's terrible. And just, like, hugs him all the time and yeah. it's like, oh, you know, Pops actually cares, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's not just a robot. He loves me and he, like, there's this, like, meant to be this, like, emotional thing that they have this connection mm. and, ah, uh, I don't know, like, mm. it just, none of that ever rung true to me. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you that, that it's a bit redundant and it's just like the movie starts with them having the relationship that John Connor and the Terminator had by the end of Terminator 2. Yes. So you don't get any of the, uh, of that relationship building between them. It's just like they're already friends for lack of a better word. And it also uh, humanizes the Terminator too much too quickly, I think, because I felt like, yeah, I felt like he was never really a Terminator. You know, I felt like it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like it, he the way the way he played it was. I know he'd been taught to to be to a bit more human, but but I felt like he was playing it too humanistic almost. Like it just never. The thing that I that I really like about the this the first two movies uh, is that. You really feel like these uh, human actors are mechanical in the way mm-hmm. they move and speak and interact. Um, and starting the movie with him already not like that is—I don't know—it just it, it really lost something for me in terms of him being like this cool yeah. badass robot. It was just like I don't know, and maybe that was their point, but it just—I don't know—it didn't. No, it didn't I totally agree. Me. And the other thing I initially felt with this film um, was just the relentlessness of the action and not in a good way. Like it, it was every single scene Mm. had to be like punctuated by this 
barrage of machine gun fire and some like chase scene. Do you know what I mean? Like there'd be like two seconds of dialogue and then old mate would pop out and be chasing the car again. There'd yeah. be like this big shootout and then, then you'd have like two seconds of silence and then another massive thing would happen. It was just like, I honestly, I was just sitting there in the cinema going just like fucking just stop for a minute, you know, and just tell <laughs> like, yeah. Let me get to know these people. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay, there's something to be said about throwing you in the midst of, like, chaotic action. But, yeah, that can be, that's a great way to start something. But I need to get to know the people subsequently, and this just didn't do that. It was, it was nope. trying to cram these, like, really forced character moments in between these dumb action beats that would just happen over and over and over and over and over, just, like, pushing yes. the that stupid plot forward further and further. And, um, yeah, it, it was numbing in a way. Like, it, it, probably within the first half hour, I was over it. Yeah. I was just blanking, like, mm-hmm. you know, glazing yep. over and not caring anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was the same. And, I, I yeah, I noticed that as well. I think um, it follows that sort of modern trend of... Um, just rushing from one set piece to the next with these tiny, crappy yeah. little just exposition moments more than anything in between. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like dumb little, like, like it's not even meaningful, thoughtful character beats. No. It's like yeah. it's like clinical. Do you know what I mean? It's like they put, okay, let's have this shootout. Let's have him chase the car. Let's have him almost die. Let's have him sh- have a comical moment where he does something. And then, okay, we've got two minutes here. Let's have... Let's make that a character, air quotes, character moment. So everyone says <laughs> one thing about their character and then yeah. let's have another action moment because people are going to be bored if we have more than two seconds of character development. You yeah, know, like, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about, um, you know, Terminator 2, how, how much space there is in between the action set pieces where... The characters have time, as you say, to like mm-hmm. slow down and talk and you get to know them. And it, it just means more than the next time their lives are in danger rather than constantly pushing exactly. to the next thing. Yes. Well, okay. We're, 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 going, we're going in pretty hard, right? Obviously, we both didn't think much of this film, but what, what parts of this film did you enjoy? There must have been... Like, I, I honestly, I didn't despise this film. It's coming off like I hated it. And... I didn't, I didn't like it, but I don't have like a vitriolic hate towards it. There no. were some things I enjoyed, but what about you? Were there things that you liked um, about the film? I can't. <laughs> By the log pause, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it, but uh, I can't, aside from that, that little portion at the start that we talked about with the young Arnolds. Um, I can't really think of anything else that I thought that I liked. Okay, um, fair enough. I'd be in- interested to hear what you think. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, like, I, was, I actually got quite, quite like, pumped when that happened, like, when it, it, I realised that they were going back to 1984 or whatever, when the first film was set. Like, I was like, fuck yeah, maybe, is this whole film going to be, like... Mm set in the 80s like that's cool like you don't really see mm. action mm. films set in the 80s I mean that that didn't play out and it ended up being a disappointment but that, that would have been great yes yeah. that, se- that sequence is really great it, and I mean not just because it's in the 80s but I think it's pretty well done and the way it like plays on the what you know happened from the original Terminator film so yeah I really like that but I also think the the strongest non-80s moment and the strongest thing po- uh, outside of that part of the film is probably um, J.K. Simmons's character. And I really liked how yeah. they brought him... Like, that was a nice twist, how he was the this mm. police or the security guard or whatever it was, the police officer from the opening of the film when they sort of rehashed the Terminator 2 stuff. And then he comes back and he's just, mm. he's just such a great character actor like he elevates every single scene that he's in i love him and it's yeah he's so good and he's almost playing again i mean maybe this is just coming off whiplash and knowing what he was like in whiplash but playing this kind of like 
dorky, you know, uh, clumsy mm, mm. kind of like conspiracy theorist that no one believes that has no clout whatsoever was, I don't know, it was really great to see him in this like meek role. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I really loved that every, every time he yeah, was on, I, fil- on screen, totally I, the, the film went up like 10 times in my, you know, enjoyment yeah. radar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And just, even just his, like the idea of that, like someone, because like the other thing I do like about this film and the Terminator films in general, I guess, is the, is the time travel stuff, which is just fun. Yeah. Like time travel is just yeah. fun. And just having someone like Witness experiencing it. the, yeah, 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 from two like points in the timeline mm. and mm. being so, such different points in their life. I don't know. It was just like a cool way of exploring that kind of stuff. I don't know. I liked it. I liked, I really liked how they handled all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah, I sort of forgot about that stuff and that, that was definitely fun. And, um, as you said, every time JK Simmons was on it, it brought the film up a couple of levels. Um, so that was good. That sense of fun was there occasionally. Um, but it just wasn't enough to sustain it over the whole length, particularly towards the end, I think. Um, and that, you know, we haven't even talked about this, twist with john connor right that oh yeah we probably should (laughs) he um gets infected or something by skynet a physical manifestation of skynet somehow um and becomes like a i don't know is he a full robot is he still half john connor i I didn't quite understand what was going on there i don't i don't 100 get it but it is like an amalgamation between human and machine, as far as I understand. Um, mm. That is that is the newest, most advanced permutation of the 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 Terminator robot. I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it does seem like he John Connor maintains part of his humanity because he remembers everything that's happened yeah. in, the, in the past. Yes, that's um, true. But he's fully corrupted really yeah and again i think that's another like missed opportunity like there's some there's some interesting ground to cover there in terms of like fate and inevitability and time travel and like Mm. what what if john connor was not the savior right and what if he was always destined to actually fuck things up do you know what i mean to be actually the one that like what if what if something happened and he post sending the robots back then realized that that was a bad move and that the only mm. way to save the planet was to to do you know to to believe in whatever eventuates in skynet which then you know perpetuates the machines you know what i mean like i i think mm. that that's almost like an intelligent in inverse of the, the original terminator concept that yeah could have been a fun twist in a, like this parallel yeah, totally. timeline that they're going on. But that again, they never, they never sort of delved in that. I mean, I guess it's sort of hinted at in a way, but it's not really like, you know, he's just the villain. The, the yeah. machines just, just changed him to half machine, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. And then, you know, and then you have, the Terminator basically sacrificing himself and then this terrible cop-out that he lands in, like, the liquid metal stuff and then comes back at the end and he's like, I got upgraded or whatever the hell he says. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. uh, And now he's, like, liquid... You know, and if they... Presuming that's kind of setting up for a sequel, so now he has extra powers and stuff. I mean... Yeah, I guess so. It's just very very silly. I mean, I I really like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I think... I, I kind of like that he's acting again, you know, at this older age. Yeah, I agree. But there's more interesting stuff he could do. Yep, I 100% agree. I, yeah. It, this mm. just needs to stop. And I think it's this is like a perfect example of um, uh, a franchise that does not benefit from sequels, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's the certain things, and I, and I would actually lump something, I, I mean, this is going against the fact that fucking Jurassic World just is now the most successful film in history, but yeah. there's certain yeah. properties that there's they don't necessarily 
lend themselves to like expanding the universe, right? Like yes, the the, yeah. the key thing about term it's it's like a, it's one idea. It's not a, it's not a, a, a air quotes universe like the Marvel universe or the Star Wars universe. This is. A single idea about a robot mm. that was sent back in time to kill someone to stop an uprising. Yeah. Great idea, great film. The sequel happened to build on that in a smart way mm. that just... Basically, the the shtick of Terminator 2 is that it just inverted it, right? Exactly. Like, it's the same concept. Yeah. A robot sent back in time to kill someone to stop an uprising, but the person you thought was a villain is now the hero, and now you've got to yes. call a, like a more advanced villain. Like... You can't go any further than that. Like, no. beyond that, like, that's a stretch, but Cameron is smart enough filmmaker to make it mm. as successful when he explores other things, like yeah. the father-son relationship like we were talking before. Like, beyond that, there's no, there's no air quotes universe to blow that out into. Yes, you can show the, the war of the man, man versus machine, but that's not enriching our enjoyment of anything. That's just no. like, okay, let's watch machines and humans shoot each other. Yeah. That's exactly. not what's exciting about the Terminator film. No. Like it's it your point is it's not it's not a property or a franchise or a brand that that warrants this more and more expansion. Like, it, it should have ended at two. It's pushed on way too far and it needs to end as soon as possible because there's just not much <laughs> yes, no, else I, I, to draw on. Like, seriously. Like... Yeah. There's nowhere for it to go. No. Yeah, I, I agree. I think everything you said was very well put then. That's, um, that's the franchise in a nutshell. And you're right comparing it to Jurassic Park. And I think um, that... that franchise will suffer a similar fate in the end sooner exactly than, right. than later yeah. you know because yep it's being pushed jurassic world is is pushing it enough and whatever the heck they do next is um it's just going to be silly and that's what's happened with terminator now it's just gotten silly yeah if i was to mention one other thing that i was i thought was a positive in this film um mm. would be the fact that Though admittedly most of it's not handled very well, I think there's certain moments where they still are able to convey like a real threat uh, in terms of like how scary the the robotic yeah like killing machines are yeah like there was there was one scene in particular where like Kyle Reese or whatever it is um running away from one of the the Arnie. Terminator and they're like in this like sewer system and I can't remember how he like he shoots him with something and he burns all the skin off the the Terminator and he's like a robot and they're in like a, a sewer system and he mm. he runs and I mean it get it get it does get a little bit silly like he's under these like pipes and the Terminator's like smashing through the pipes and it's like seriously just like yeah yeah just yeah. like step to the side and you can just grab him underneath like what are you doing but yeah. but there is like there is a, a like ferocious relentlessness to the mm. to the Terminator machine that is just frightening. Like yeah, it's it's not like like a Transformers movie or a modern sort of I don't know sci-fi film where the robots feel kind of like malleable mm. and you can hit them and they're like mm. dent and like get get like these are like fucking titanium killing machines like yeah, yeah no matter what totally. you can shoot them with a fucking rocket launcher and what are you gonna do you're gonna burn their skin off and then they're gonna keep coming straight at you like there yeah. is something inherently frightening about that and like the unfortunately the film doesn't recognize that and there's maybe one or two moments where that shines mm. but I mean, the originals did, uh, but I, I still think it's, that to me is a welcome change to something like, I don't know, Age of Ultron, which is like a similar kind of thing. He he never has that kind of threat to him. He's just nothing but a no. CGI yeah. voice box to like yeah. spout philo- philosophical shit. Whereas these robots <laughs> yeah. are, do feel genuinely threatening, even if they, it does get a little bit tiresome. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a really good point. Um, and I was I wanted more of that because that's what I love yeah. the most, almost about the first two 
Uh, well, you know, that's what they are. That's 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 what they that's what the first film is, and what the second it, film builds on. Totally. That's the core of this franchise. Yeah, and it is. You're right. Frightening is the word. Like we're we're so used to these movies now and this character that you forget how um, when you watch those first two how scary the Terminators are because they just <laughs> yeah. don't stop and you can't yeah. stop them. It's really hard to stop them. Um, and yeah. they don't have emotion. They don't have any of that personality. They're just going to keep walking towards you. It's like it follows, you know? It's like I was you just going to say that. That's <laughs> such a good example. Yeah. So maybe it follows is like a weird uh, spin-off, you know? It's like a liquid term. Yeah. That, that's so weird that we're making this connection because that's so true. That, that like, it follows is a perfect companion piece to the original concept because it's the exact same concept. Yeah. Yes. Totally. It's just totally. the relent the relentlessness of it and the, the the indestructibility of it. Like you can't stop it. Like it is no exactly. matter what, it's gonna keep coming at you, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why they don't need uh, to one up all the crazy shit around them all the time. Yeah. And I know they do because again, Hollywood, money, box office. But I actually think they'd make more money if they made a good film. And kept it smaller yeah. and on that that level of just like like tense, like shit, it could be coming any second, where the hell is it, sort of thing. Well, I think this is almost a good example of that theory being proven correct. Like, this film hasn't done very well. And, you know, something like It Follows has been, I mean, it, I suppose it didn't do amazingly in terms of like a huge blockbuster, but for a small indie film, like, it did so amazingly well in the indie space that they tried to, Broaden the release out to, and I yeah, mean, I exactly. guess full disclosure didn't work, at least in the States when they blew it out to massive theaters. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but when you look at it comparatively as to what those films are doing mm. in their own spheres, like that was such an amazingly successful little indie film, and this was such a not a success in terms of a big block, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm. the kind of shit. If there was some kind of crossover, like, you just need to. I don't know. Like, I, I think you're, like, bang on the money. And I think uh, the other thing about this film is that another example of how it does not understand that kind of scary, relentless threat is just the um, the ludicrousness of the, like, the cartoonish violence in this film. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so much, like, cartoonish bullshit. Like, ca- like, I keep saying cartoonish, but cartoonish is the only fucking word I can think of. Like, yeah, it's right. Like, literally... You know, uh, Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor time travel naked into the middle of a road, and then he gets fucking yeah, hit that's so by weird. like a, a, a like a car going at like seventy kilometers an hour, and he just like yeah. takes the impact and like rolls yeah, with it, and yeah. they're perfectly fine. It's like what the seriously yeah. what that was really weird. That oh. was like, oh, are they Terminators? They didn't yeah, react like at all. Makes- <laughs> yeah, and like, and not even like, did he just take like he wasn't even injured in the slightest? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. never mentioned again. It's like I just keep my truck. Yes, fine. You know. Yeah, never, never mentioned. I feel like he didn't even go like ah or anything. You know? No, he just kind of took it. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking weird. There is such small fixes you can do to that to make it not ruin the whole sense of danger. Like, yeah, it's. Totally. it's I don't know. That sort of stuff frustrates me. It's like a real lack of care. Like, they just... Yeah. It's like, you're right. All they care about is the spectacle and not anything else. This seems to me is like a good representation of something... Like a trend that's happening in Hollywood with with films retconning, like, certain sequels and, 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 like, picking what sequels they want to be, like, canon, in air quotes, and what they want to reference. Mm. So, this... This Terminator film seems to really only reference Terminator One, but kind of expect you to see Terminator Two and not not the rest. It mm. just ignores Three and mm. Salvation, which is uh, perhaps not to the same extent, but that's kind of exactly what Jurassic World did. It's almost like a direct sequel yeah. to the first film and it ignores yeah. Two and Three. And uh, from my understanding, kind of the uh, the press that's coming out, that's exactly what the new. Uh, Alien film by Neil Blomkamp's doing. It's kind yes, of like yes. Alien 1 and Aliens and then forgetting 
Alien mm. 3 and uh, Resurrection or whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe a reason why I dislike that is it's kind of like it's becoming a, or it seems to be becoming a go-to for Hollywood instead of making creative new original products. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, because, you know, usually the way a life cycle of a product works, it'll run its course and it'll die out and then Hollywood will th- have to think of, inherently have to think of a new idea because this mm. one has run its course. Mm. But now Hollywood and its infinite wisdom has, you know, <laughs> discovered this way of just ignoring the, the dying out phase and going yes. back to when something was great and springboarding in it like another direction, like taking it. To the left instead of the right, and yeah, trying to create another franchise. You know, what I mean, there's something yeah. like a bit icky about it that it doesn't quite sit right yeah. with me. Yeah, that's a great. But that's great that, maybe point. that's just um, maybe that's just cynical Matt sitting here and criticizing the film industry. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I think that's a really good point, and it, it is it is troubling and worrying because you're right that there there is that natural cycle, and if you if you stop that cycle and just keep, you know, pushing shit until it, like beating a dead horse, it's just not good. It's not good for creativity. It's not going to be good for box office in the long run. So I don't know why mm. they think it will be. Like it's just, yeah, I, th- I think it's bad. I think it's a bad trend. Okay, so I guess uh, we've we've rambled for a bit here, Matt. Um, pretty yeah. negative episode and um, I'm sorry to anyone listening if it's too negative, but... It's just, it's honest. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most people would agree, but who knows. Um, so, yeah, do you have any sort of closing thoughts to uh, to cap off this this review? Um, I don't know. I guess I, I didn't have high expectations. For me, the Terminator franchise is Terminator and Terminator 2, and it ends there. So there was no kind of, like, yeah. weight or, you know, responsibility for this film to be amazing, um, <laughs> and it mm. wasn't. So, uh, I mean, I I don't think it's the worst thing that's come out this year. Um, I didn't hate it. No. Um, I had an an average to negative time in the cinema. Like, I enjoyed moments and disliked other moments. Um, And I don't don't feel like it tarnishes the original, even though it does retrospectively try to alter them in their old, in their sort of, like, timeline that they go on. I don't think it, it... damages the first two films in any way um but no i mean i guess i guess overall what i'm trying to say is just i'm disappointed and more so just disappointed in what we're seeing out of sequels these days like if this is this is what we've come Mm. what is the norm and what we should expect in the future of you know different timelines and old franchise being franchises being brought back just to try and make some money it's just like it's a bleak outlook for what's to come, which makes me a little bit sad. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of hope that they, I don't know, try try new things instead of going down this route because it's it's yeah. not a good path to go down. No. Yeah. Well, hopefully the um the kind of bad bars and the the poor box office will stop them from continuing to do this. Um, we can only hope, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't have much to add really. I yeah. agree. I think, um, yeah, I was disappointed. I wasn't very interested for most of the movie. Thanks for listening to this episode of the pre-post film review. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys thought of Terminator Genesis, Genesis, Genesis. Um, so please send us an email to prepostfilmreview at gmail.com. Uh, and as always, we're, we're keen to hear the kind of opposite opinion. If someone really liked it and if they could tell us why, that's always really interesting. So um, yeah, feel free to shoot us an email and... You know, as we always say, we reply to every email we get. So um, it's great to have a chat with you guys about what you're thinking. Uh, yeah. And um, the other way you can get in contact with us is to pop on over to Facebook and give us a like there. Um, we're also on Twitter. We're at prepostfr. 
um, so you can follow us there. We're doing a little bit of a push to kind of regularly update Twitter and post interesting news pieces and notify you guys with about what's going on with us. The most important thing, however, is to jump on iTunes and subscribe. Uh, that's a great way for us to kind of get on iTunes lists and find new listeners. So if you could subscribe to us there, and even better, um, if you could leave us a review, uh, that would be awesome. Because um, again, that just really helps us in terms of finding new listeners. However, if iTunes isn't your thing, um, you can find us on Stitcher. Uh, you can subscribe there or basically any other big major podcast network or uh, podcast streaming service where we're basically on everything. Uh, that's right. And uh, if you just can't get enough of us, uh, you can also uh, follow us on letterboxd.com. Uh, the links are in the show notes. Uh, it's a great film site, a little film community that lets you log the movies you've seen, write reviews, leave ratings, and... Um, yeah, just uh, sort of stay in touch with what other people are saying and thinking about uh, movies. So, uh, yeah, give us a follow there as well. Uh, lastly, please stick around. Uh, well, not stick around, but download us next week. Uh, or maybe not next week, whenever it comes out. Or if you're listening to this in the future, it's probably already out. But the point is, next episode we're going to be talking about the new Pixar film, Inside Out. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that discussion. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, do you know what I happen, you know John? It'll be um, it'll be a Jurassic World situation. When we're doing this podcast in uh, like twenty years time, <laughs> yeah, there'll be uh, it'll be it'll be like a play on Terminator. It'll be like Terminator World or something. <laughs> or the, actually, the original is called the Terminator. It'll be something like that, or the Terminators or something. Terminators, like yeah. It'll just be like almost. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like almost a rehash of the original set in the 80s and everyone that grew up with the Terminator will like fucking jizz yeah. over it and all the kids that hadn't seen this sort of thing will jizz over it and it'll be the most successful film of all time. That's what's going to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> Kill me. That's all right. We got 20, we got 20 years, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. In, the, in between then, we've got lots of stuff to experience, plenty of life. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, when that movie comes out, well, let's jump off a bridge. All right, deal. We've had a we've had a good run. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end the podcast. Let's end, <laughs> end it on a suicide. Uh, yeah, which is weird because it's not like the worst movie ever. <laughs> I know. I know. That's like such a weirdly negative way to end. It.